Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh boy, folks, we are officially in Banana Republic territory right now. It's so hard to believe that valiant, brave men and women, some of them as young as 18, you know, stormed the beaches of Normandy, Omaha Beach, Utah Beach, and elsewhere, fought in the Battle of the Bulge. And fought for higher ideals like freedom and liberty for everyone. I mean, these are real things. They weren't fighting for fun. I mean, they didn't go over there and leave, leave limbs behind because they were engaged in a spare body part operation, donating body parts overseas. They did it because they believed in everything that flag represents. Freedom, liberty, God-given liberty. These are real things, man. They're not freaking bumper stickers, okay? We're not dopey leftists. Coexist, tolerance. That stuff matters to us. It means something. It's incredible that after 200 plus years, it all collapsed so fast. It's over, man. We're officially in Banana Republic territory now. Absolutely in Banana Republic territory right now. And I'm very sorry if you think otherwise, but you, my friend, have been deluded. If you believe otherwise, then let me tell you something. You're going to need a frontal lobe lobotomy. The evidence is everywhere. We are now living in a police state. Lines have been crossed. We are in unprecedented territory right now. I have never seen anything like this. Indictments leak in advance before the grand jury's even voted. Then they say it's a fake indictment, but it matches the real indictment that seems to come out later. This is Banana Republic stuff, man. This is Banana Republic. This is kind of stuff North Korea is taking notes on right now. Freaking outrageous how this we were lent this constitutional republic. We don't own it. We're lent it. We le- we're lent it to pass on and lend it to the next generation. Nobody owns it. It's not my United States of America. And this is what it's become. Imprisoning political opponents with multitudes of sham indictments, police state Soros-funded attorneys around the country, left-wing uh, prosecutors everywhere, weaponizing their office. We're going to put you in handcuffs, man. We're going to take your, uh, your mugshot. Your mugshot. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because, you know... Donald Trump, I wouldn't recognize him. And amazing, folks, how we got here. So disappointing. I have full coverage of the indictment today, how absurd it is. All the dopey legal theories from the anti-Trumpers. And my gosh, I have been, I have defended people running against Donald Trump, even though I'm a Trump supporter. It's time for the anti-Trump people to get a freaking clue about what's going on now, too. Talking about the Republicans. Some of them making stupid points left and right on social media. Big show today. This is long opening. You don't do it that way, but too important. ExpressVPN, folks, you heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect you and your online privacy. By choosing a VPN you trust, choosing it is equally as important. I only use ExpressVPN. I recommend it for my listeners. I can say with full confidence, ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. But here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your activity online. They've even developed a technology called Trusted Server. It makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Two, speed. ExpressVPN uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. ExpressVPN is always blazing fast. lets me stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering. And the last thing, it's super easy. You don't need any technical skills to set it up. Folks, even I can do it. Just fire up the app, tap one button to connect. That's it. Business Insider, The Verge, and many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. It's a great product. All right, Joseph, let's go. 
Thank you, my friend. Joe's actually in the other room. We're still working on the uh, the actual bell. We're just yeah. making major upgrades right here. I don't want you to think Joe's not here. Folks, we're officially in Banana Republic territory. I just said it. That flag is... You see this? All right, it's small, and it's not the most uh, high-end flag you're going to get. But it doesn't have to be. That's supposed to mean something. It's not about the fabric. Oh, the fabric's cheap. Well, the idea isn't. The idea isn't cheap. This represents something. The people who left life and limb overseas and fought for this constitutional republic in a series of liberties and freedoms given to you by God and protected by our constitution. It is collapsing in front of our very eyes and the left is cheering the entire way. The most dangerous threat to our civilization right now is the modern progressive who has now fully weaponized the police state to take out their political opponents, to abolish the Constitution, to abolish the right to legal protection, to abolish the right to the First Amendment ability to, uh, to question elections. It is over. It is all gone. It's gone, folks. It's gone. God help us all. The only question right now is, can we resurrect it? So another outrageous indictment, in case you've been living under a rock somewhere, emerged out of the uh, state of Georgia yesterday. DA Fannie Willis, another absolute lunatic and straight-up communist, released the most absurd indictment yet. I'm going to go through the absurdity of it. It's so ridiculous. It's uh, The stuff I'm talking about, I'm going to mention, is actually in the indictment. You're going to have to hold back your laughter. It's actually that bad. But this is not a laughing matter. The republic is falling apart. The indictment in Georgia, to sum it up, so we can put the bottom line up front so you know what we're going to talk about here. And you're not going to get coverage like this anywhere else. There are two premises of this indictment. Number one, there's an assumption that Donald Trump's assertion on a phone call with the Secretary of State of Georgia that he needed to find votes was a call for fraud. That is an outrageous assumption. I'll show you how the Washington Post had to correct this earlier. He did not tell Raffensperger to go and find votes. He said he needs to find votes. There's an assertion there that that means it's inherently fraudulent. He wasn't talking about finding illegal votes. He was talking about finding actual votes. There's an assumption there that he was calling for fraud. That assumption is fraudulent in and of itself. The second thing this thing is built on. These fake electors. There were no fake electors. They were alternate electors in the event the state of Georgia went in Trump's direction and not Biden's direction. By the way, something that's been done in 1960 in the Kennedy-Nixon campaign and has been done over and over by Democrats preparing for a legal challenge to an election, which they do all the time. Folks, the republic is dead, as you know it. It's, it's not on life support. It is dead. The question is now, can we rebuild it? How long is it going to take? And what are the steps to implement this? The Republic, as you know it, is dead. They went for the lawyers, too. They're not just attacking Donald Trump's First Amendment to speak, his First Amendment right, big R, God-given right, to speak about elections. They're attacking his due process rights. They're attacking his Fourth Amendment rights. They're attacking his rights to an attorney and his rights to counsel. They are eviscerating the Constitution in live time, and the communist left is laughing the entire time about it. Here's the indictment. The indictment this time, of course, goes after, and you are not safe, folks. 
You are not safe from these people. If you think, oh, I'm a DeSantis supporter or a Tim Scott supporter and I'm safe, they won't do this to me. You, my friend, are crazy. Here's the indictment. Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Mark Meadows. There's more in here. Look at all these ridiculous charges. Kenneth Chesbrough, Jeffrey Clark, Jenna Ellis, Ray Smith, Robert Cheely, Michael Roman. Damn, those people sound like attorneys providing Trump with legal advice. Donald Trump doesn't have the right to an attorney in this country because we're not a republic anymore. We're a police state. Here are the ridiculous charges. Racketeering-induced corrupt organization RICO charges. Conspiracy, solicitation. These charges are ridiculous. And by the way, proving to you this is a star chamber kangaroo court from the freaking third world, the charges leaked online before the grand jury even issued a true bill. Let me give you the scoop on what happened from a friend. Yesterday, this thing had already been decided. They leaked it online in advance because some idiot in the clerk's office leaked it. And by the way, they'll tell you it was fake. It was not fake. It was the exact same thing. The charges were the same. How the hell do you leak an indictment before an actual true bill indictment comes down? The answer is when you're in a kangaroo court and it's predetermined. Here's what happened. Someone mistakenly put it online. They'd already decided this thing. This thing has been predetermined in advance. It leaked online. The DA's insisting it was fake. It was not fake. There's no evidence whatsoever it was fake. There's evidence it was real. It was the same charges. And then they panicked. And then they had to get it all done. And they had to get it done yesterday instead of today. So that's why it came out late last night, because they realized they had a problem. The indictment is obscene. And then when this... Fanny uh, lady is, uh, finds out that she got her, her clerk's office screwed up and issued an indictment before an indictment or issued the paperwork. Here was her answer. Oh, I don't know nothing about nothing about nothing. Sergeant Schultz and the whole thing. Here, check this out. According to the Fulton County Clerk's Office that was circulated online with charges against former President Donald Trump, those that fictitious document uh, matched exactly the charges that we now see in this indictment. Can you tell us more about that document leak? Uh, because now you have the former president's lawyers who are saying this is emblematic of a serious problem with your office. No, I can't tell you anything about um, what you refer to. What I can tell you is that we had a grand jury here in Fulton County. They deliberated till almost 8 o'clock, if not right after 8 o'clock. An indictment was returned. It was true billed, and you now have an indictment. Um, I am not an expert on clerks duties um, or even administrative duties. I wouldn't know how to work that system. And so I'm not going to speculate. Holy Moses. This is the woman running the office. She has no idea how an indictment leaked before the actual true bill came down. Really? It's only the most critical law and order case or violation of law and order case we've seen in the state this year. And you can't control your own paperwork flow. Are you joking? Folks, this case gets even crazier. The lunatic left that has invented so many bizarre conspiracies, there's almost not enough time to talk about all their bullshit on this show between the collusion hoax, the impeachment hoax, the second impeachment hoax, all the lies and frauds about Mike Flynn, Roger Stone, Peter Navarro, George Papadopoulos, Carter Page, 
The list goes on and on of scumbags on the left impugning the character and reputation of their political enemies and weaponizing law enforcement to do it. They have the balls with this, questioning every election they've ever lost. They have the balls, Rachel Maddow and Hillary Clinton, to go on MSNBC last night and talk about questioning elections and how the truth matters? Dude, are you kidding me? Is this some kind of a sick joke? Moscow, Russia, Rachel Maddow, the biggest hoaxer, loser, shit stirrer in the media who almost single-handedly kept the collusion hoax going? She's got Hillary Clinton on the show who invented the collusion hoax talking about faith in elections. You got to watch this yourself to believe this. Check this out. One of the things that we've learned by living it in these past few years is that democracy needs the trust of the people. That's right. That um, the system of democracy at its heart is the idea that the people get to decide how we are governed. And if we if we no longer believe that our will is effectuated through the system, if bad actors tell us falsely that every election is stolen and that the only way an election is uh, trustworthy is if they come out on top of it, um, then something it's, it, it's, it tells you something not just about that person or that moment. It maybe wounds us as a democracy and in a way that is hard to repair. Mm -hmm. What do you think about how we get better um, after the wounds that have been inflicted on us through this process? Well, I think, you know, the truth matters. Folks, this has got to be a joke. I mean, they, they've got to be trolling us right now. The truth matters. She, her team invented the single dumbest conspiracy theory in American history and weaponized the government, hijacked the DOJ, full police state status to take out her political opponent. Are you shitting me going on TV talking about this? You disgusting piece of garbage. I work with this lady. She's a total fraud. Her husband knows exactly what was up with his little relationship with Epstein. You know what I'm talking about, too. Cut the BS. She was obnoxious and rude. Should have seen the way she talked to people, flipping out all the time. This is a disgusting human being who, by the way, was hated by her own staff. They would talk about her the minute she left the room every single time. Don't even tell me it didn't happen. I was there. This is a garbage person, a power-hungry communist, straight up. Makes her husband look like John Adams, an embarrassment. And by the way, so it wasn't okay to refuse to concede and it wasn't okay to question the election. How come right after the results started to be posted, Hillary Clinton did this interview with another one of her lefty lunatic friends. And in the interview, she makes crystal clear that no matter what happens, Joe Biden shouldn't concede. I want you to remember this was filmed before the results were finalized. We're absolutely finalists. She says, no, no, Joe Biden shouldn't concede. So for them, it was okay. But for Trump, you find yourself in jail. You all remember this? Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out. And eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch. So just to be clear, yeah, that's okay. But Donald Trump suggesting, hey, I think this election was fraudulent. We have new data out of Michigan. We have the shenanigans in Pennsylvania, the interference in the election with the Hunter Biden information, 
mass mail-in balloting, which as I've told you, the New York Times exposed in 2012 as being a source of nearly double the rejection rates of regular showing up in person voting. The New York Times had reported this in the past. We engage in a mass mail-in balloting effort nationwide, and nobody is even remotely curious about how we got some really weird results in some of these places. Folks, this case is ridiculous. You know, I took a note here. It says, because I was reading this morning, and it's hard to organize your thoughts sometimes without multiple rewritings of the show. I had to literally write it with this pen multiple times because I want to lead you down a path. I don't want to leave you with scattershot thoughts. But this note is wrong. It says, unbelievably weak case, question mark. It is not a weak case. It's a non-case. It's a fake case. This is not a case of a crime. It is a political attack. Novel legal theories about how to challenge election results you legitimately believe to be fraudulent are not crimes. Every freaking Democrat would be in jail. You understand this racketeering charge out of Georgia? This was the Soros left's goal the entire time. Get a bunch of crazies in charge as local AGs, city states attorneys, a prosecutor general, prosecutors as well. Get them in charge and then just invent crimes out of whole cloth, put them in front of grand juries and just put your political opponents in jail. Think about the tactical genius of Soros. Why spend billions of dollars trying to get a president elected? When you can spend 100000 on an AG race or a local prosecutor race, and you can just jail your political opponents anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, tragically devious, but freaking genius. And they beat us to the punch on that. They did. The police state is here, brother. The police state is here right now. The republic has fallen. Can we rescue it? Can we save it? That's the only question. The republic, as you know it, is dead. And you know it to be true. You doubt me that they made this out of, up out of whole cloth? Here, let me show you these videos again. George is saying, oh, well, Donald Trump wanted a series of fake electors. He did not. He wanted a series of alternate electors in case the results in Georgia went differently on recounts or pending lawsuits. Sounds like something Democrats have done over and over again. Oh, here's a little supercut for you of Democrats calling for alternate slates of electors and challenging electors. In case you think this really is a crime, you should wonder why these idiots aren't in jail. Check this out. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or malfunction or suck the votes without a trace. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity, and they're not confined to the state of Ohio. Because of these and many other examples, all documented in the press, I am joining with Congresswoman Stephanie Tubbs Jones to cast the light of truth on a flawed system. Uh, there is no reason at a time when we have enormous battles taking place ideologically all across the globe at a time when we're trying to make certain that we encourage democracy in Iraq and Afghanistan and other places uh, throughout the world that we have the legitimacy of our elections challenged, uh, rightly or wrongly, uh, by 
people who are not certain as to whether our processes are fair and just. Ohio is the objection. I'm from Ohio, I'm raising the objection. But I anticipate you will also hear from some of my colleagues from other states who had similar situations. Now, it's easy to say, well, it happened in Ohio, it happened in Michigan, it happened in Arizona, and so let's not worry about it because it happened everywhere. Why aren't they in jail? The answer is, folks, because nothing they said is criminal. Well, why is Donald Trump in jail for suggesting the same thing? Because nothing Donald Trump said is criminal either. So why is he in jail? Because we don't live in a constitutional republic. We live in a police state where you jail your political opponents and the political opponent to the regime in power right now is Donald Trump. Don't overthink this. This is what the police state does. Police state stuff. Oh, I've got two more videos. In case you think this was just limited to politicians calling for elector challenges, presidential electors, people chosen to go in the electoral college and actually select the president pursuant to the general election results. In case you think it was just politicians, I've got receipts, man. I always back it up. Why aren't these people in jail? Because they committed no crime. Neither did Trump. I needed quite a few cups today, as you can imagine. Still more sniffs left, which I like. Are you tired of the same old monotonous liberal flavored coffee browns, uh, brand stop? Just stop. Stop giving your money. These horrible liberal companies that hate you and they make garbage coffee too. I wanted a big, bold flavor of my coffee. Picked blackout coffee for the show because it's perfect. It's three cup day today. It's a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values. I'm committed to them. You know why? The owner of the company loves two things. He loves the country first. He loves coffee. It's his passion from sourcing the beans to roasting them. Customer support or shipping. Blackout coffee's got an incredible work ethic and they are dedicated to promoting conservative principles. They accept absolutely no compromise on taste or quality. The taste is incredible. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to America and true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Give it a... Sorry, need a little bit. Get it. This is like one of these days, man. I'm I'm desperately trying not to cuss too much. I'm sorry. I don't want to go full dark mode, Dan, because I don't want right. I don't want to go. I don't want to lose the essence of this whole thing. I'm, I'm folks. I'm really really pissed off today, and I know you are too. Again, in case you think fake electors, which are alternate electors, is some kind of a criminal plot, here's Chris Hayes and Michael Moore. Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Michael Moore, an obese Twinkies eating leftist, talking about exactly how they can influence electors to not do their constitutional duty. Wait, I thought this was a crime. Nope, only for Trump. Check this out. I think there are people who are pushing very hard who think that um, because of some of the constitutional perils of the emoluments clause, uh, because of the popular vote margin, because of um, a fundamental, they think, threat to liberal democracy, that that, that that electors should be persuaded and pressured on Monday to to part with what their pledge is and vote, and vote against Donald Trump. Yes, they absolutely you should do so? that. Absolutely. I, I believe right now that there are electors. They only need 38 of them who have a conscience or who are worried about a man who won't attend the daily security briefings, who, uh, who we now know Russia was trying to help get elected. Listen to them publicly, publicly try to influence an election via presidential electors. This, I mean, I would argue this was even more brazen what they're accusing Donald Trump of. 
using the media to intimidate presidential electors. Oh, no, that's just politicians, obese people, and Chris Hayes. No, 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 no. Here's a group of Hollywood people who actually filmed the commercial. We didn't even play the whole thing. This is just a small cut of it. Here's a bunch of Hollywood actors trying to use the entertainment community to influence and intimidate electors electors in an election. Again, far more brazen than what Trump was up to. Why aren't they in jail? Here, take a look. There are 538 members of the Electoral College. You and just 36 other conscientious Republican electors can make a difference. By voting your conscience on December 19th. And thereby shaping the future of our nation. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. As you know, the Constitution gives electors the right to vote for any eligible person. Any eligible person, no matter which party they belong to. But it should certainly be someone you consider especially competent. Especially competent to serve as President of the United States of America. By voting your conscience, you and other brave Republican electors can give the House of Representatives the option to select a qualified candidate for the presidency. How the are these people not in jail? You understand it's the exact same thing? The answer is because they committed no crime. What about Stacey Abrams? Here, my May of 2019. Stacey Abrams, who lost the governorship of Georgia twice. Stacey Abrams, again, claims she won Georgia's governor's race. Says, I'm not, quote, a good sport. Well, we know, yeah, Gee says true. We know, we know she's not a good sport. But how is Stacey Abrams not in jail? Stacey Abrams, who, by the way, used a position, her position as a candidate to influence Georgia election law and false claims of voter intimidation and voter suppression that were false. How is she not in jail? Folks, this is just stunning what's going on here. I'm going to go through this thing. One act, uh, act they have charges, basically charge one, charge two, or not charges, but they're, they're, they're points, they're bullet points. I'm going to go through them one by one to show you how obscene and ridiculous this thing is. But I want to play this video with Dershowitz. Listen, I get it with Dershowitz. A bunch of people in the chat are always like, Dershowitz and all this other, I, I get it. I'm not here to negotiate or talk about what Dershowitz did in the past. Like, I'm here because the guy has some legal advice that I think is worth listening to. I can't isolate this guy and ice him out because of some questions about his past and other stuff. The guy knows what he's talking about. And he happens to be a liberal who, by the way, has some sound legal ideas. I hear what you're saying. I get it. I get it. But what he says here is important. He makes two critical points about this case against Trump. How mental state cases about what the defendant's mental state was are easier to prosecute and hard to win on appeal. Because you're arguing that Donald Trump in his head knew he lost the election and did it anyway. That's why they did this. Then he makes the second point about how these venues are all political at this point. But listen to the point about state cases, criminal cases involving mental states. It's important. Proving a conspiracy is very difficult because you have to get in their head and prove that the things they did, they did because they intended to further the conspiracy. Very important point. Listen to this. Well, first of all, nobody should take it all seriously. The fact that there was a grand jury indictment, it means nothing. It's the prosecutor who indicted. The best evidence of that is that it was on his website before the grand jury even voted. Now, the whole strategy of all these four cases 
is to get a conviction before the election, even if they're going to lose on appeal. I used to teach my students, many of them future prosecutors, if you bring a RICO case, that increases your chances of winning a trial and losing on appeal. The same thing is true with conspiracy and other cases involving mental states. And so all four of these cases are designed to get quick, quick convictions in jurisdictions that are heavily loaded against Donald Trump. And these prosecutors don't care as much as prosecutors generally do about having the convictions reversed on appeal, because that will happen after the election, which only goes to prove what I've been arguing now for for months. If you're going after the man who's running against your incumbent president, you would darn well better have the strongest case possible. And these are among the four, at least three of them, three weakest cases I've ever seen against any candidate. We don't know about the fourth, but it seems like it's very much like the D.C. case. And if you're going after the man running for president against your person, you have to have the strongest case. Otherwise, it becomes a banana republic. Anybody can prosecute anybody. You get what he's saying here, folks? It's critical. He's saying they're not trying to convict Trump based on some action. We caught him robbing a bank. Here's a video of him with the gun. Give me the money. They're convinced they're trying to convince the jury about Trump's mental state because they don't have any real actions. I'll show you what I mean coming up. That in this mental state, everything he did was in furtherance of a crime. He wanted to do this. He believed that. These are only easy cases if you're in front of a liberal jury that is already looking to convict this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was thinking bad stuff. You get what he's saying? But these cases typically lose on appeal because there's no evidence outside of your opinion about what he thought. But that's the point, isn't it? Convict him fast, interfere in the election, 14th Amendment is, is butt, kick him off the ballot, steal it. Isn't that the point? Who cares if you lose on appeal later? That's the point. That is the most important piece of video you're going to see today about cases involving mental state and political venues. All right, folks, let me take a quick break and then I'm going I'm going to go through the indictment one by one. It is hilariously stupid. And some of the commentary by the anti-Trump crowd has been even more embarrassing. I'll call that out in a minute too. Patriot Mobile. Every day we hear about another familiar brand selling out and going woke and we're tired of it. I bet you thought with cell phone companies didn't have an option, right? You had to stick with Woke Mobile. No, you don't. For years, Woke Mobile's been dumping millions into liberal causes, and we had to take it. So you had a cell phone. You probably thought there was no alternative, but there is, and make the switch today. Patriot Mobile, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to in your area, minus the leftist propaganda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team, they make switching easy. Keep your phone, keep your number too. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values, our values. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. We appreciate it. Finally, WeThePeopleHolsters.com. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan. This is my We The People holster for my Glock 43. As you can see, it actually says We The People on it. I love it. You're never going to get a better holster out there. Fits the firearm perfectly. If you've concealed carry for any length of time, you know even the smallest firearm can be really uncomfortable if you got bad gear. Most gun owners try to find the perfect holster to keep their guns at their size without realizing that this cheap department store belt is probably the problem. 
Gun belts, holsters, T-shirts. But gun belts from We The People Holsters are designed to eliminate your discomfort, keep you and your weapons safe at all times. Each one of their tactical gun belts are made to be comfortable, well-fitting, secure, and easy to access. They're amazing. They have everything over there. It's a one-stop shop for the Patriot in your house. Choose from their tactical gun belt with the proprietary talon, bu- proprietary talon buckle. Uh, the Falcon Belt, Raven, Slimline Belt, or their Independence Gun Belt made from premium full-grain leather. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. T-shirts like this over there, too. This is one of theirs. And get 25% off your uh, gun belt with the promo code Dan25, Dan25. While you're there, pick up one of their awesome patriotic tees. I have a closet full of them. I'm wearing one right now. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan25. That's Dan25. I didn't even know they were an ad on the show today, a spot on the show. That I just wear these because I like them. All right, let's go through this ridiculous, obscene indictment. Before we get to each action in the indictment that they indicate, I want you to keep in mind that Fannie Willis is painting these things I'm going to talk about as furtherance of a crime. When you hear them, you may start laughing. Now, some people who are anti-Trumpers out there, I saw one of them on social media today saying, well, listen, buying duct tape isn't illegal either. But if you're buying duct tape to kidnap someone, then it's illegal. No, sir. No, sir. You are completely missing the point. I was actually a federal agent and a cop. I don't know what you did. If you're an attorney, go back to law school. Buying duct tape in furtherance of a kidnapping requires a kidnapping. That's the point. The duct tape, yes, then is an element of the crime. Urging people to go watch a news network where you're openly defending your First Amendment right to question election is not a freaking crime. Go back to school, bro. You know anything about the legal system? One of the dumbest comments I've heard all day. And that was from a Republican. Here's part one. Donald Trump. This is, this is it, folks. His actions in furtherance of the conspiracy. Approximately four days earlier. That, oh, first, he made a t- nationally televised speech falsely declaring victory. I don't know about you, fellas. I thought that was his free first free speech ever. I, I, and then four days earlier, Donald Trump discussed a draft speech with unindicted co-conspirators whose identities known to the grand jury that falsely declared victory and falsely claimed voter fraud. I, I thought that was his free speech thing. No, no, no. Is it here? Here, it gets better. Here's Act Six of the indictment. In November, Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, sent a text message to Congressman Scott Perry from Pennsylvania and stated, get ready for this, folks. Are you ready in the chat? Can you send me the number for the speaker and leader of the Pennsylvania legislature? POTUS wants to chat with them. Oh, my gosh. What did he want to do? He wanted to chat with him? Is hanging him by his toenails an option? I mean, this sounds really bad. It's like buying tuck. Duct tape for a kidnapping or something else. This is all actually in the indictment. You can read it yourself. Here's Act 22. In December, Trump tweeted from his Twitter account, Georgia hearings are now on OANN. Amazing. And <laughs> Wait, leave that up. Read the next line. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. A conspiracy? You mean like a hidden secret plan to tweet out to 80 million people to watch a cable news channel in what? 50 million homes? Who knows how many had it? That's 
This is your conspiracy? If you're saying to yourself, is this a freaking joke? No, it's not. Oh, it gets even better. Then he tweeted out to check it out on Newsmax, too. He had an opinion about Brian Kemp that he should resign. You're not allowed to watch that on Newsmax either. Hang him by the toenails. Get him. Get him, Johnny. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Again, done in front of 80 million people for the public to see on a popular cable news channel. They definitely don't watch RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting Network. Don't watch that either. Here was another overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. He tweeted out, hearings from Atlanta on the Georgia election overturn now being broadcast on RSB. Gee, I don't know about you, buddy, but this is, I mean, how, what, is he nuts? An open hearing in front of the public, in front of a public commission. He wants you to watch on a cable channel. Anyone can watch on it. He tweeted to 80 million people. This is it. This is definitely an overt act in furtherance of this secret conspiracy theory. This is just obscene. Here's one of the alleged co-conspirators. What did he do, folks? David James Schaefer reserved a room at the Georgia State Capitol in Fulton County for a meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County. What? You're probably thinking to yourself, I think I read that Constitution thing and the right to petition and assemble. Joe, is that written in there? Petition and assemble. It is. Okay. Just checking. Yes. All right. That's good to know because that's still in there. Just checking. I mean, is there a constitutional right they have not violated in this thing? Here, a couple more for you. I could go on all day. Here's Act 32. Act 32, calling for signature verification. I didn't know calling for signature verification in a special session that that was against the law. But they note Donald Trump tweeted this again, and it was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Yeah, that's uh, that's fascinating, too. Again, the right to petition the government, that's just incredible. I've seen a lot of people call for that, signature verification in a special session. They'll probably all be going to jail, too. We'll have to do a special show on that. They need a lot of jail cells. Here's Act 140. Last one. This is just a gem. So apparently it's now illegal to criticize Mike Pence. When Mike Pence refused, Donald Trump stated Pence would go down as a wimp and that Pence was not protecting the United States. This was an overt act in the furtherance of the conspiracy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a legal abomination. This is an absurdity difficult to explain. Here's Axios describing what's really going on here, ladies and gentlemen. This is what this is actually about. This is from yesterday. We put it in yesterday's show. I'm going to put it in today's show. The real reason behind this, Guy Axios. Yeah. <laughs> Axios AM. Since these are state charges in Georgia, a presidential pardon wouldn't free Trump. If he were to win the presidency or a Republican sympathetic to him were to win, the president of the United States can't pardon or dismiss because they're state crimes. Ladies and gentlemen, they have thought this all through. None of this is an accident, period. They have thought this entire police state op through. Every single bit of it. Oh, well, Brian Kemp can surely pardon him. No, sir, he cannot. Pardon power in Georgia? 
is vested in an independent board. And there is zero chance that some, there's a lot of good Republicans in Georgia, a lot, I want to be clear, but there's a whole lot of swamp rats there too. There is zero chance that Trump's going to get a pardon. Either way, he would have to serve a third of his sentence first anyway. How do I know that? Because there's a legion of swampy Republicans in Georgia that are aligning with the swamp to make sure the police state is fully implemented in the United States and especially in Georgia. Here's their old lieutenant governor on with CNN last night. This is just absurd. Talking about how this is our opportunity to basically get revenge on Donald Trump. This guy was a Republican. Take a listen. This feels different. Uh, you know what? Donald Trump did his, did his most damage in Georgia. Uh, he sucked the soul out of the Republican Party here. Uh, he's sucked the morality out of the Republican Party, the fiscal responsibility out of the Republican Party. He's, he's, he sucked our winning percentage out of the Republican Party. He's taken everything from us, and it is our turn to take it back, right? It's our turn to win elections based on the policies that we think we're better on. This is the prime spot for us to take Joe Biden to the woodshed and call him out for not running the border right, not protecting our communities, not putting our best foot forward internationally. These are our moments in time. But if we make this about the three-ring circus of Donald Trump, we will lose, lose, and lose again. Folks, I I can't say this enough to the people out there who are the anti-Trumpers, even if you're not an anti-Trumper, but you're a Republican and you're just supporting another candidate. I need you to understand this, please. I I know my advice is probably meaningless to you. I understand that. I don't have an inflated sense of self-worth. I mean that with due respect. I'm just telling you, you are letting your political colors distort what's going on in your brain. Your amygdala is taken over. Your frontal brain is not ruling right now. I don't think you understand. This is not about Donald Trump. It is about the police state. Donald Trump is symptomatic, what they're doing to Trump, of a larger infection. Your guy, Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, or lady, whoever it is, if they are to get the nomination, they will be a victim of the exact same scam. American voters right now who are smart, see this for what it is. If your candidate, No matter how hard their feelings are against Donald Trump, I understand. I get it. He's not nice to them. They're not nice to him. Fine. I have been more than fair to Ron DeSantis and others. He is a great governor. If you listen to the show, you know that. I have never attacked Ron DeSantis. I believe in Ron DeSantis. I just happen to support Donald Trump. That doesn't mean I'm anti-DeSantis. I'm asking you all on the other side to please see this the same way. This is not about Trump. It is about much larger issues. I saw that slob Chris Christie on Fox News this morning. Again, he doesn't seem to get it. He seems to have let his political ambitions blind him to the destruction of the republic going on right now. How do you explain insane things like this? Here's the sheriff, Pat Labatt, down in Fulton County, suggesting that they're going to set up Trump for a mugshot like anyone else. He's not anyone else. He's a presidential candidate and a former president, you dumbass. Are you kidding me? By the way, this mugshot will become the single greatest fundraising picture in American history. But that's not the point, is it? The point is that this guy's so dumb, he doesn't realize that everybody sees through what he's doing. Take a look at this. We are following our part, our, our normal practices. And so it doesn't matter your status. We, we have mugshots ready for you. It doesn't matter your status. We got a mugshot ready for you. You believe this shit? Donald Trump, no one's going to recognize. What's he going to do? Put the Groucho thing on? You have that picture, Guy? Groucho thing? From 
<laughs> no, forget it. Don't worry about that. I don't want to push you on the spot. I got to move on anyway. So what can the GOP do? Enough complaining about it. What can we do right now? Folks, if you're a GOP member of Congress in the United States Senate and you're not pushing to completely decapitate funding for Jack Smith and the special counsel's office immediately, then you're doing it wrong. Is it going to pass? Maybe. But the voters out there are getting tired. I saw my buddy Cat Turd on Twitter yesterday, who always gets it, tweeting to a bunch of Republicans, tweeting their rage about this whole thing, elected Republicans who have actual power saying, please stop tweeting and please get to it. It's time to do something. It's time to cut off funding before the Constitutional Republic is lost for good. It's lost, but there's a limited window to save it. It is time to cut off funding right now. You think the sheriff and all this craziness and the leaking in the indictment weren't bad enough? Remember this lady, Emily Kors, the Georgia uh, 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 grand jury four person? Now, I did, yeah, you remember her, right? I, uh, I have not seen her name on any of the updated uh, grand jury paperwork, so they probably got rid of her after this. But these were the kind of people down there on the grand jury who were investigating Donald Trump and doing news interviews about it. Tell me again, we don't live in a kangaroo court police state failed constitutional republic right now. Watch this. Is it, would you say when it comes to, there are indi- there are indictments recommended, of course. Is it yes. more than 12 people? Is it more than 20 people? I think if you look at the page numbers of the report, there's about six pages in the middle that got cut out. Allow for spacing. It's not a short list. Not a short list. <laughs> There's more video of her, by the way. I'm not even putting on today because I don't want to waste your time. I just wanted to swear him in, stare him in the face. This is crazy. This is insane. The Constitutional Republic is collapsing, and we've got women like this and people like this in general doing it. You've got a dopey sheriff who was so obsessed with power and being on TV, insists on taking a mugshot, a most recognizable human being on planet Earth. You've got a corrupt Georgia DA in the entire DA's office charging Donald Trump with a fake crime every Democrat would be guilty of if it was a crime. You've got them mistakenly, mistakenly, and then deliberately repeating a myth that Donald Trump told Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, to find votes, despite the fact this has already been a correction in the Washington Post. You want to see it? Here goes March 2021. When they accused Trump of this find the vote thing. Two months after publication of the story, the Georgia Secretary of State released an audio recording of President Trump's phone call with the state's top elections investigator. The recording revealed that the Post misquoted Trump's comments on the call based on information provided by a source. Trump did not tell the investigator to find the fraud or say she would be a national hero. She did so. Instead, Trump urged the investigator to scrutinize ballots in Fulton County, asserting she would find dishonesty there. He also told her she had the most important job in the country right now. A story about the recording can be found here. The headline and text of the story have been corrected to remove quotes misattributed to Trump. Doesn't freaking matter. There are still liberals out there telling you that Donald Trump told an, told an investigator to find the fraud. Doesn't matter that it didn't happen. Doesn't matter that it didn't happen. We live in a freaking police state, man. It doesn't matter. 
Folks, listen, I'm going to move on here because I got a couple more things to get to before the end of the show on a bit of a lighter note. There is an opportunity to save this plate. There is nowhere else to go. It is your country. It is worth fighting for. And I damn well ain't giving up and you shouldn't either. There's no excuse. Do not take my generally morose, macabre content today based on all the shit we're going through as an excuse to throw in the towel. People who lent you this country, some of them fought to the death to preserve everything it stands for. And that means something. It's no excuse to give up. It's no excuse to put lipstick on that pig either. We're in a really bad spot. All right. So this happened yesterday. We've got tragic wildfires in Maui and Hawaii. Just unbelievably destructive. 100 people dead. It's probably going to wind up being a whole lot more, sadly. And again, anyone changing their vote? Any of you guys on Green Jean Pierre? Yeah, no, sucks. sucks. Gee, no, nothing on Gee either. Green <laughs> right. Jean Pierre, ladies and gentlemen, the single worst press secretary in the history of the United States. There are two senators from Hawaii, Maisie Hirono and Brian Schatz. I didn't know there were four senators from Hawaii. Did any of you guys know this? Apparently, there's a a guy by the name of Hurino. I thought Maisie Hirono was a woman. I don't know. Maybe they're identifying as something different. Is it a they, she, Joe pronoun? I'm not sure. Apparently, there's a Senator Harino and a Senator Shorts. I was totally unaware of this. Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday. Check this out. Senator Harino, who I said the president spoke to uh, just last night, he thanked the president uh, for the immediate support of federal agencies have delivered for residents of Hawaii. Um, and so does has uh, so has uh, Senator Shorts. 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 Senator Shorts and Senator Harino. Senator Harino apparently is a he. I didn't know uh, he he was identifying using he pronouns because Senator Harino, last time I checked, is a biological woman. So unless something happened, who Senator Shorts is, I have no idea. And he just said it right. The fact that our enemies and nuclear powered enemies are actually watching this debacle go on in live time uh, is just uh, it's really tough to get my arms around it. Hence why I give you all these warnings. Here's another piece of stunning video that just got lost yesterday in the maelstrom of another indictment of Donald Trump with our newfound police state. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was on Tucker's show on Twitter yesterday. He said some incredible things about what Mike Pompeo told him about the CIA. I have no reason to disbelieve what RFK is saying isn't true. However, one quick thing about RFK. I've lost a lot of respect for this guy, what he said about abortion recently. He tried to take some moderate Democrat approach on abortion. And when he was called out, he went full like liberal Democrat, like let's whack the babies anytime. So let's all keep that in mind. However, he's a newsworthy figure. I respect his position running for office. And the guy, when he makes news, I'm going to put it on the show. Unlike Democrats who try to silence him. Here he is talking to Tucker about the CIA and what Mike Pompeo told him about the CIA. And this one really caught my ear. Take a listen. Bobby Kennedy, Mike Pompeo in Vegas at dinner. If I'd stumbled across that, I would have stopped. It wasn't just the two of us. It was me. The rest of the group makes the story even weirder. So I'm not. I'm. I'm not even gonna. I I don't know if I'll even go there. But. uh, (laughs) But he said to me before dinner. You know, I was. I had a moment with him. um, And he said to me. When he said, you know, when I was at the CIA, I did not do what I should have done to fix that agency. And he said, um, you know, I uh, 
and he, he was expressing regret. And he said, and then he turned to me and like looked me dead in the eye and he said, the entire upper echelon of that agency is made up of individuals who do not believe in the democratic institutions of the United States of America. That's a quote. He said, what? The entire upper echelons of the Central Intelligence Agency doesn't believe in the democratic institutions of America? Ladies and gentlemen, if Mike Pompeo is correct, I mean, he would know, he was in a position to know, then we've got a real problem. Then the police state and the intelligence apparatuses, apparatchiks there used to keep it going. That they're all anti-American? Folks, we're in real trouble. Again, this guy's worth hearing. I don't agree with him. I would never vote for him. His position on abortion is an abomination. So are his other positions on taxes. But this is a guy who deserves to be heard, and he's a serious guy. Let me end on this note. Something happened yesterday when I was on the air. I'm not going to go into details right now because, one, it's really genuinely stupid. The gee would drive him nuts and producer Jim, too, because I get distracted easily. But I want to address it for a reason. It really was dumb. When I say dumb, I mean so dumb, I honestly don't even want to tell you what it was about. Why? Because we are dealing in a critical day at a critical time with a growing metastasizing police state and the death of our republic. To even mention this would be to distract from the bigger picture. However, I just want to warn you, as I've warned you a thousand times, have I not, Guy? Have I not said this over and over? The biggest danger and threat you are going to have if you ever become a content producer in this space, writer, movie producer, TV host, I know you know what I'm talking about. The biggest threat is not going to be from the left. They're easy to handle. They're morons. The biggest threat is going to come to you from clout chasing little ankle biters inside our movement, who, by the way, I'm telling you, are not conservatives. They'll call themselves like Super extra MAGA, super califragilistic MAGA man 3042. And they'll admit, they'll be anons. It'll be anonymous accounts. They'll get like a following of 5,000 people. And do you ever notice in their account, their entire account is spent shitting on Republicans? Do you ever notice that? And nobody thinks that's suspicious. These people are not us. Everything to them is an op. Everything. Everything's an op. Everything's a Paul Ryan op. Everything's like Fox did it. They do a lot of stuff. Everything, though. It doesn't matter. You could be Donald Trump. There's nothing you can do. The reason they find a conspiracy around every corner is because it's their livelihood. They are not Republicans. I can't emphasize this to you enough. They have a total inability to discern the good guys from the bad guys because they're not here to do that. They're here to disrupt. Everything to them is an operation. From a music song to anything else. Please don't fall for it. And please, God, do not get distracted by this stupidity. I'll take care of it. You don't need to be bothered with it. You went through it yesterday. You know what I mean? It's everywhere now. It is an op. It's their op. I promise you. It's not real. It's meant to divide us. And sometimes it works if you don't call it out. All right, thanks for joining us. Sorry about that at the end. I just don't want to distract you with stupidity. Stay laser focused right now. We have to deal with this police state before it's way too late. Join us every day, rumble.com slash Bongino. Please click that uh, green follow button. 
on the right side of the page, or if you're in the app, I really appreciate it. It's free on Rumble. Set up an account, download the Rumble app, join us every day at 11, or join Guy and Joe at 10 o'clock. They join early. I'm in there too sometimes. I made some comments earlier today. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Rumble.com slash Bongino, and please follow us on Apple and Spotify as well. We really, really appreciate your support. I will see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.